Oh my God, we got some great rugby world news. Rugby news going quarterfinals, doing it big. We know how it be, man. I am excited for this episode of Rugby Swag Show. Welcome to the show. My name is Gift Gift Tana Bailu. Yo, let's hit this intro. I think the minute I stepped on our practice field for rugby, the calling happened. An eight-year plan to be on the team. And I was in it within two years. Don't wait until you or a pro to be a pro, right? And I walk around with a rugby ball sometimes, and they're like, what is this child on? It looks like it was a heavy hit. It's up. It's not the option. You know, that's the first time I played, like, professional. I'm making rugby money. How can I make money outside of it? And those two Scottish guys, and they said, oh, you're, um, you're here for the movie. That rugby is a game for all shapes and sizes, all cultural um, aspects. He looked at me and he says, you guys are awesome. Yo, welcome to the Rugby Swag Show, man. My name is Gift Gift Tommy Bailu. Of course, this is a show where we talk about things that are happening in rugby and the things that affect people within rugby. And you know what's affecting me right now is what happened in these quarterfinals. But before we get to that, y'all, I need you guys to remember, please don't forget to go ahead and share this. Like this on Rugby Swag on IG. Find it on uh, Gift a Bailu on X or Twitter. You know, we like to call it by its originals, OG style. Uh, or find us on Gift Time Rugby on Facebook. Of course, subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't done it yet at Gift Time Rugby, youtube.com slash Gift Time Rugby. And of course, you can check us out on TikTok at Gift Time Rugby. And then please, please, if you are listening to the podcast itself, you said, I can't do the video enough. I can't go through with the video enough. Yo, hit us up on any one of our streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Plus, Amazon, uh, iHeartMedia. It all works together. Why? Because we want to spread the news. And if you haven't spread the news, please absolutely spread the news because we got some great, great, great stuff. That is going to be going on today because mainly I just want to get into what we got going on with the quarterfinals. But before we even get to that, yo, first and foremost, yo, I want you guys to remember rug, uh, Health Enhanced Foods. Y'all, that is our sponsor for the show today. And if you guys want absolutely the best dietary flour so you can eat the breads that you love because you can't keep playing with this grain. It's not good for you. It's really not. It's making people celiac, get celiac disease, creating gluten intolerance. Why? Because it is not the same grain that was before. But we can make sure we get you the right stuff by taking out that flour and putting in the stuff that you need, whether it's buckwheat, oat, whether it is uh, uh, um, uh, sunflower seed. Like, it is going to be the bread that you believe for the pies that you need to not blow up all the gluten inside, all the stomach inside you going on. And you guys can go get your first purchase order at healthenhancedfoods.com by using promo code RUGBYSWAG to get 10% off your first purchase. That is rugby promo code RUGBYSWAG for 10% off your first purchase. Y'all, you want to be able to get it in because Thanksgiving is around the way and you do not want to have to deal with peanut allergies and everything else that's going through. So go ahead and jump in on that. And with that being said, yo, let's move to our first topic of the day. Man, it is the Rugby World Cup quarterfinal. We finally had them. God, dog. <laughs> God, dog. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? What can you say on it? Oh, I can say plenty. Let's get this music up and running right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. 
Oh, all right, y'all. This is this is one that was was my heart. Okay, my heart. Because I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. You saw what my prediction was. I had it straight. I was like, for sure, Wales, Ireland, uh, 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 Fiji, and South Africa. These were the teams that were absolutely going through. You know, like who's up Wales at the offense? Oh, Ireland. Obviously, the number one. I didn't really believe in the offense, but I thought they were the best defense. And you know, best defense usually should be the best offense, right? You know, and then of course, Fiji coming in with Dark Horse as the underdog, and then South Africa, who I had seen in this. I'm sitting here watching games, looking at my phone. And Wales versus Argentina. Absolutely has to be Wales. I'm thinking 35 15, Molly Whopping, right? Gonna be a 35 Bruh. Bruh. Argentina takes the win 29 to 17. And honestly, honestly, Argentina turned up in that second half. Like they turned up hard in that second half. Like Michael Sheeta, uh, Australia should never let that man go. Because that man has been making Argentina just play the win. And uh, I, I'm just like, oh my god, you can't, you can't be serious. So, okay, alright. No problem. Argentina is in. Okay, that is that is the biggest upset of the week, right? Like, it, you can't get more. I like Ireland. Ireland has been like, I want against Italy, you know, but I don't want to use Italy as the example. I want has not been overrated then i mean we knew we saw them from before in chicago they took them down they came down to new zealand won the series who what's happening nope nope ireland picked up the old new zealand disease be number one all year for three years straight and choke in the uh rugby world cup this is all prior to 2011 all prior to 2011 because 2011 2015 new zealand decided to turn up from there and uh, just destroyed a whole half of my bracket. That that result destroyed a whole half. Of, I hope, I wonder how you how you guys feel. All right, because I was just like, well, what's what's happening right now? All right, what is happening right now? My finalists are one of my finalists isn't even in there. So now I'm scared. All right, I'm scared this entire time. I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I don't know what the other side. I'm coming in like Sunday. Like oh my gosh, my. My, my heart's palpitating right now. So, of course, I had to go look at England versus Fiji. Now, I didn't really like the way that Fiji had ended out their pool play. Very a close game against Georgia, a loss against Portugal. But I was like, you know what? Fiji is one of those teams that they need to be the underdog. They got to play into their competition because they don't know how to be on top. 
And then, of course, England, while England completely has shocked us throughout the pool play and absolutely beat everyone they're supposed to, I still was like, man, is England really that? Is England them? Is England really them? I didn't think so. I'm thinking Fiji's going to do this 20 to 15. No. England, England is who we did not think they were. All right. England said, yo, I know you ain't about to come back on me winning 30 to 24, taking this in. Like England moves on. And I, I guess, you know, and a part of me is just like, <sighs> never vote with your heart. Never vote with your heart. I mean, Argentina, I, there was no way. There was no way that I would have expected Argentina to beat uh, Wales. You know, but in, in my in my mind, I had a feeling New Zealand was them. All right. I had a feeling New Zealand was them, but I was just like, no, no, it's got to be Ireland. Trust. But no, no. Went ahead and, and Ireland, you know, messed that up. Now, Fiji, England on to the next. So now I'm on my last one. All right. It's on the last one. South Africa and France. Man, South Africa is a team that I have considered to be the best team in this competition. All right. I don't think there is another team that is better than them from top to bottom. What's good with you, my brother? What is good with you, Blurdish? Ah, man, I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the South Africa France game, man. This was a championship game, baby. This was a championship game. Yo, it came down to the second, man. We're taking South Africa beat to beat to beat to beat. Man, South Africa. And at the last 80 seconds, all right? The clerk decided to want to kick this ball away. 80 seconds remaining in the game. France is trying to be able to make the comeback. All they need is a field goal. One good drop kick, boy. If France didn't get that penalty, man, getting it. 29-28, South Africa goes on. I got one finals remaining. My winner, my predicted winner continues to be in on this one. That's all I can ask for, baby. That's all I can ask for, man. And I'm like, yo, my heart, my heart not ready for this. Yo, my heart not ready to go 0-4 in quarterfinals, man. Flip the script, man. I thought we're going to have the South on the left and the North on the right for a moment, but we don't. We don't. And now we have an end game that is anybody's game at this point. And that is the way that I love to have it, man. What was your guys' thoughts on these games, yo? Because I, I was going through it. I was going through it so hard. I know a lot of people say penalties impacted the uh, of France at the end of the game, like the refs, but it ain't the refs. Yo, that was a lot of great work cutting through. You know, Ireland, their defense didn't do what they were supposed to do. New Zealand cut through them like it was nothing. Fiji, I'm going to give Fiji this one before we go. I'm going to give Fiji this one. While I am not impressed with what they did at the end of pool play, and I think they also played kind of a crappy first half. Man, that second half, they really brought it. And if they had played the same way they did in the second half as they did in the first half, I think they would have beat England. But so goes the role. I mean, we can also say ref interference, but I think it's it's lazy. It's lazy. You know, you got to play the game to the best and highest ability. Not going to be perfect. And, yo, England is just plodding along. Like, I don't even know if they're even really the best team that's out there on, on, that, on that bracket, but they're plodding along. And now we have... England versus South Africa and Argentina versus New Zealand. It looks like we got the rugby championships plus 
England going into this. So let me know what you guys' thoughts are. If you don't have any comments, if you're not commenting live, definitely hit us up on Instagram at Gift Time Rugby or at Rugby Swag Show. I'm sorry, you know, we got a lot going happening at the same time. Um, and of course, you know, check us on the descriptions, comments in the YouTube page. Like, what? Let me know what your thoughts were with this because this is where this is where the heart's not meant to be. All right, the heart's not meant to be doing this. All right, this is an upset weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. So, all right, y'all. Look, before we get started, let me get us to our next ad because we got to support. We got to support the show. All right. And I need you guys to support the show. And we will be right back. Hey, everybody. This is just the break transiting out a personal little video diary to all you people out there where I am going to document me riding most of the way between Singapore and Tokyo for the 2019 Rugby World Cup. I needed help, and it came from Louisiana. We in Singapore, baby! Gift from Gift Time Rugby USA is an extroverted tour de force. But what unites us is a hunger for adventure. After KL, Kuala Lumpur. Gift, where are we? We're in Our love of Asian rugby culture. One, two, three, center! Yeah! Rugby is, is starting to develop here in Cambodia for women as well. Valkyries, the mighty, mighty Valkyries! We're out here, we're running out of energy, we're running out of money, and we're feeling isolated. And yet at that critical moment, Friends, family, sometimes complete strangers come on board. Before you know it, we're back in the game. Tokyo, here we come. Malaysia, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam. Watch the full adventure at crugby.vhx.tv. That's C like S-E-E rugby.vhx.tv. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, y'all. We are on to our next subject of the day because I know there's a Rugby World Cup that's happening, but a lot is going on now on the other side of the ball. That is women's rugby. And this weekend was the first weekend of the w, the new WXV uh, World Tournament for women's rugby. Basically, the ranking rugby. We've talked about it the last couple weeks. They are taking a tournament, three tiers, 18 teams, and tr competing them to be able to determine rankings for the entire uh, season. USA Women this weekend took on Samoa. But before we get to them, I want to talk a little bit of some of the other teams that we had going on over here, all right? So we had Italy taking on Japan, winning 28-15. to 15. We had Scotland. These are all in WXV Tier 2. Scotland taking on South Africa, 31-17. to 17. USA Women winning... 36-26 over Samoa. Uh, Fiji in Tier 3 uh, winning 67-13 against Colombia. Uh, Ireland absolutely shellacking uh, Kazakhstan 109-0. And Spain uh, beating Kenya 32-0. Ironically, 
In the same weekend, though, Kenya won Rugby Afrique and is moved on to qualify for the Olympics. So both the men and the women's team in sevens have qualified for the Olympics, even if the 15s team got slacked. I'm going to say talent split, but, you know, that's just me. That's just me. But I really want to just go back and talk about this USA women's 36-26 Samoa game, all right? And going into this, I wasn't sure exactly what to expect from this game altogether, mainly because of the fact this is a whole new women's team that we have. We have a brand new coach uh, for the USA women. We have new players with the uh, veteran support of um, uh, 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 Kate Benson and uh, Zachary. And it was just like... What what is gonna happen? You know, for me, I I didn't really I didn't really have the biggest faith <laughs> in it because also the women's team had been losing. They just lost to Wales uh just a week prior to. So it was just like, what are we expecting? But I did get a chance to watch it. And my goodness, my goodness, yo, I love what this team is, could be. All right, I love what this team can be because this is a young team. This is a very young team. I think this might be, this is truly a refreshing for the next Rugby World Cup coming up in uh, 20, uh, 2026 for, for the women. I, uh, 2027, I'm sorry, for the women. Because this one, 2026, I'm like, 2026. Because this team has like energy, all right? Like this team has energy. And I think that they're, they're a tough team. Now, Taking a look at what their um at what their their roster was. This was one that was a, something to be interesting and be in watch. Once again, like I said, Catherine Benson and Kate Zachary are the veterans. I mean, they've been in this for at least two rugby world cups uh Catherine benson definitely won and uh kate zachary definitely at least two rugby world cups passing and i think that they've done a really great job in leading yo we this salmoa team that's ranked an in, i don't think they're a 16th ranked team all right this that salmoa team smacked people in the mouth all right they smacked people in the mouth you know what you know, I'm not even worried about copyright infringement stuff, all right? They, USA Rugby can come get me uh, on another point because I got to show these highlights, all right? I got I to gotta show these highlights that were right here, all right? And if you're not able to, you know, see it because you listen to the podcast, don't worry. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pop it through. Make sure you see it. But I, I got to show these highlights because these women smacked people in the mouth. And uh, I think this was a great opening for the... Um, for the Rugby World Cup, uh, for the Rugby World Cup, for the WXV, uh, uh, WXV tournament, because you needed to come in with some strength for this one. All right, check this out. Rugby has been my life, and I've witnessed how things. Manusina Samoa, send it skywards and get us underway. Decent stability for some time there. Now coming in off the wing. Yo, Almoa's 14 is one of the thickest uh, uh, 
wings that I've ever seen. But my goodness, she is a she, she was a monster on this field. That first right that she made for the score. Oh, another pick and go. Very quick pull that for Benson. She can't get there away. It goes by Waters on the outside. But it was the excitement on every slide from the women's side of USA Women's that I was just like, oh, this is a different I'm not going to lie. I started feeling like we were like getting me out. Like, we were a little bit too battle And it's going like do it. It's got to be now short. Reckless abandoned. This is young. This is young folk. Reckless abandoned rugby. She skips to right to Kelly. Who puts the line open? Right to Kelly. Right in for the try. Hala right to Kelly. Hingano. Hingano bust the wide open in support. She has Brody. Hingano has got to hit her number seven. Hingano, she's broken too. Yo. Oh, it's brilliant. Tau They are, are quick. They are up. energetic. Fitness all the way through the second 40. Who's oh going to come goodness. out on top? I'm excited for this USA Women's Team. I don't so think I've been excited about the USA Women's But now we're playing on Fury. Fury cuts right. inside. And this team line. looks like they want to come out and show something. Not going and I'm understanding now why they made this play. They did. The they they were. Zachary delaying the pass to that debutante. Hingano is absolutely tearing it up here today. Hingano is going to take them on. Zachary! Zachary! Try! Flags raised. Another successful kick. The feed comes from the Hawaiian Taino Tukuafu. And hey, Kat, running Kat Benson. It was Rachel Johnson. Grown ass woman, man. Grown. About a meter or two away from the highlights of Manu Sinisamoa. Can they make it count? They've got numbers out to the left. If they use the hands, they'll go for sure in the corner. But they use the power. Tugaga gets it away to Milo. It's a dangerous pass, a hospital pass to a captain, Powaraisa. They move it to Fia, Fia, Fia fires it on the outside. It's a try for Carla Raisa Kelly. It's all happening in Stellenbosch right now. She has been so quiet. So, yeah, that's where we got it, all right? That, that, it, that, it was that kind of game. Like, if you watch a full game, yo, Salmoa was smacking the USA women in the mouth. And I think that is a really great thing because it shows how much our toughness needed to be. And the USA women were taking it. They were absolutely taking Like, this was a good showing. Now, next week, we got Scotland, all right? And, uh, yeah, and Scotland, Scotland, well, not this week, this weekend. Ha! This weekend, we got Scotland. And Scotland is not one to be messed with. Like, Scotland's some big girls, all right? And this is a that is a much more veteran team, much more experienced team. And that's a team that also has premiership experience within it. Uh, and I, I, I think that speaks a huge volume. Now, mind you, I know a lot of the, the women on the women's team got a little bit WPL, uh, some premierships, premier uh, sevens, you know, a little bit here and there. But that is a young team that we have for the USA women. I think Scotland's going to be a much bigger test than Salmoa, at least from a consistency and a um, uh, uh, offensive end of things but i think our usa women actually have the ability to actually do something i think learning from what you learn from wales then subsequently what you take from this game is going to be a really good balancing act uh for what they got to do with scotland because scotland is going to be a lot closer to wales than it is to salmoa but i think i don't think anybody's going to hit as hard as salmoa did like salmoa was like you heard cracks like there was legit cracks and Man, man, look, 
I'm watch watch WXV. Watch WXV. Like you 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 don't want to be the person that goes, nah, man. I don't watch women's rugby. Yo, I don't watch women's rugby. It ain't the same. Nah, go and watch these women. All right. This is the same energy that I felt from the rugby set the women's sevens team for the past, you know, decade. All right. This is this is that energy that we've been looking for back with the 15s. You know, get a little bit more speed. Maybe we get it on the edge, but like, yo, this is we're getting that energy back. And I think that's the way to be able to represent for the USA. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, eh, let's 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 make this make this a thing. All right. So next up, next up, we got pretty solid, you know, uh, uh, question of the day. And and before we get to our question of the day, uh, I want to remind you guys that if you get a chance to, all right, if you get if you get the chance to. Definitely go check out Green Geeks. Now, Green Geeks is the web hosting site that allows you to be able to have control of your own stuff, create your home. I always tell people, look, I know that the social media and we put all our content on these other places for distribution, but ultimately we don't end up having control or ownership over our stuff in that way. And it's important that you have a place that you can call home. Go visit friends, of course, but call home. And that's what Green Geeks is. It is an eco-friendly, unlimited space and bandwidth. You can put your website, you can put uh, your e-commerce store, you can put your club page, whatever it is that you need, you're allowed to do it. They utilize WordPress as their foundation. And the best thing that I love, because I have all my pages on it, is that they have 24-7 um, 24 7 uh um 20 uh customer support and honestly for me that is i'm i'm pretty solid with with building sites but like sometimes you know you run into an error you can't do the coding and you need someone to help kick it in uh that's what they do that's what they do and they do it well uh and i have always been impressed with what um Green Geeks has been able to bring to the table each time. So if you guys can check out the description in uh check out the link in the description under Green Geeks, all right, and go check them out. And you can get four dollars and ninety-five cents per month for unlimited space. If you guys sign up today, it makes a difference, it supports the show, and uh, uh I'm forever going to be appreciative, but more importantly, you're gonna appreciate being able to have control in your house. So definitely check them out, Green Geeks. Now, we had an interesting question of the day when it came to this week. Uh, I think, you know, it was happening on Twitter, of course, uh, X, if you may. Uh, and it was something that I thought was actually kind of interesting conversation to have. And it had to deal with something that former USA rugby player Marcel Branch um, and currently played for the MLR. He had this to say. He was like, hey, USMLR, when are we getting confirmation that players are allowed to choose their playing numbers for the upcoming season? Hearing we're close to a green light on this, so amped. And I thought this was a really interesting context because for if you don't know, for those who are who might happen to pay attention and run into this, with numbers, numbers are associated with 
positions in rugby. So if you wear a number seven or number six, you're a flanker. If you're an eight, eight man. If you're a 10, you're a fly half, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No matter whose name is under it, that number is equated to that position, not to the player. Unlike the NFL and other sports, uh, number equates to uh, player. And there was an idea of, you know, things to make the game more Americanized so that it can bring in a new audience and that it can be able to provide, you know, maybe a little better connection. But for this one, I, I, I had questions. I am, a, I am a big advocate. I'm a big advocate for, for modernization and to bring rugby into a fold that is more familiar uh, with the public, specifically here in the U.S. So my question to you is and absolutely if you want to answer in the comments uh or you know respond dm wherever you want to go what's your thoughts do you think that to make the game more approachable that players that players should be allowed to choose their numbers regardless of their position or should we maintain it as a tradition now i'm going to answer because right now i'm the only one talking i think it's the stupidest idea in the world to try and change the numbers of position to the numbers per player. Why? Because whenever you have a game that's already confusing for a general public, you need to be able to create the highest amount of simplicity. It's one thing to go put your name on the back of a jersey. Go and put the name on the back of the jersey. That, that makes it easy to identify you. But ain't nobody want to be, like, you need to know where the positions are and who's supposed to be where they're supposed to be. Add to that, it also makes it easier for the ref. But for the audience, it makes it more consistent to be able to say this person is playing this position and say have this job a equals b equals c you know and it makes it so that you can actually you know identify and and uh explain and treat especially for those of us that have to explain rugby to a lot of people like you don't want to make it more confusing be like yo number 11 is inside as a flanker but, like, you see where the positioning is that you can only see if it's in the scrum, but if you can only see it from the side because the camera don't do over the top. Like, you can't – it's too much work. And the players are not – the players' positions play as much as their need to be fluid on both being able to play offense and defense. For rugby sevens, maybe you could get away with it, and they do. Rugby sevens is, is far more scattered when it comes to numbers equating to positions. And I think that's perfectly fine because there's not as many players in the field. You're running far more and t players have to be more, um, more uh, 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 exchangeable uh, per position. You know, uh, a wing might have to ruck, you know, a, a hooker might actually have to, you know, scrum like it, it can go any way. But when it comes down to 15s, 15 people on the field know exactly who's supposed to do what, where, when. I, I, I don't think it would be the greatest idea at all. Um, kind of looking up at X, I think there was some, you know, you got you to gotta love the, uh, the, the, the shares that go along with it. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Let me see. Let's pull this up real quick. So, you know, the best thing is to always take back and look at what 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 the people are saying here. All right. So let's let's look in. All right. So we had Jack's Ranger. All right. It's like players names on back. Absolutely. Random numbers. Oh, hell no. Traditional numbers help identify positions and substitute for new fans. I see. I am in agreement. Jack's Ranger show. I, I'm big agreement with that one. 
Ryan Ray, who is another rugby uh, commentator, does it for American Rugby News or uh, does stuff with my guy Matt McCarthy on uh, MLR Weekly. Uh, Ryan Ray was like, no bueno for me. Names, yes, absolutely. I'm firmly in, firmly in the position is your number camp. It makes you rugby unique, not just tradition, though. It helps refs identify players quickly. 100% agree with that. Um, I love a little bit of a pushback. Uh, personally, I love the 1 through 23 tradition. However, Bra Branch uh, seems really excited about this. So this is from Derek Brissett uh, at Brissett the Jet. Uh Seems really excited about this, so why not let the players have some fun MLB players weekend style? One week, every team wears fun kit. Players get to put whatever they want to on their back, auction the jerseys off, have fun. Now, this, that's a really great idea. That is a really great idea. Why? Because it doesn't disrupt the actual process of the game. It provides an all-star kind of situation where it is an informal version of play and it is a great way of being able to raise community and awareness and money for a cause or situation, especially whenever there are so few things to be able to connect uh, players to stars in rugby because we still are working on creating storytelling within our rugby base. So I love this. Derek Brissett had this one on point. That one was on point. <laughs> my, my boy Cassette, yeah, you can check out <laughs> <laughs> you can check out his interview on our, our podcast over here. Uh, my boy Cassette said, like, has to be trolling. I love that. Um, James Dealey uh, uh, goes, I'm all for players' names on the back of jerseys. It helps familiarize fans with their favorite players, and the opportunity to buy jerseys with those players' names on is huge. But not so sure about custom jersey numbers. What we're going to call the number eight, for example. So... I think these are just a few great examples to be able to utilize. Um, and and I think it was it created a really excellent point. Like, you know, there's ways to be able to make the game more uh, familiar and build up more awareness for teams to be able to for fans to be able to identify what's going on. But I, I as much as I am not a traditional traditionalist, uh, I think this is one area where it doesn't do anything to disrupt the game and in fact it's probably a major positive for people keeping people in the game and keeping people aware of what's happening so once again yo let me know what your thoughts on this was all right what where do you stand in the camp do you think that maybe perhaps we should change it up you know make the players to it makes it easier to sell jerseys consistency in in what we're doing with the mlr consistency in allowing people to identify a player on the field or you know, should we take it like uh, 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 Brissett was able to give to us and go like, yo, let's do an all-star thing, Derek, man. Like, let's do an all-star thing. I think that would be dope. You know, let's do one day, one week where you guys just do whatever, and then you can go through. Makes the game interesting. Hey, look, Savannah Bananas can do dancing and everything like that and basically do numbers like a low-end MLB team. Yo, MLR can do the same thing too. Do it for one week, you know, and get it in. Love it. I love it. I, I love inquisitiveness like that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that. All right. So, 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 we got one more topic left for today. All right. 
we got one more topic left for today. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I can get this all properly set up. Let me get this properly set up. All right. All right, y'all. Let us get to semifinals predictions. All right, man. Let me let me let me hit my music. Let me hit my music. All right, y'all. So we are at our semifinals. Argentina is taking on New Zealand. England taking on South Africa. Now, a lot. This is this is one just off the bat for me, which is kind of a, a, a harder one to say. It is this this quarterfinals was probably one of the most interesting that there's been. I think we had every game was a coin toss. Argentina versus Wales, obviously coin toss. We thought it could go anywhere. New Zealand, Ireland was a bloodbath, man. That was a thing of beauty for New Zealand and to end up coming out. England versus some uh, Fiji, that came down to the last second. That was a much closer game than the score even lets on, man. And, and England, again, we don't know who they are. We don't know who they are, and they have not shown us who they are well for a while. For a while, all right? Uh, um, and then South Africa, France, that one was, anyway, that was two number ones. That was a championship game that could have happened in that quarterfinal, uh, which a lot of people might have complaints about with that. But let's let's break this down a little bit so that, you know, maybe we can talk about, we can talk about this. All right, so Argentina, all right? Argentina has been in beast mode, uh, I think, basically the last two, three weeks. Uh, they, went up, they went up against Chile, and absolutely smacked Chile. All right, uh, they went up against um, Wales, and obviously said, "Yo, we 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 here for the double two piece." All right, yo, our country is struggling as much as you, but we here for the double two piece, and we're gonna show you a little something with that double two piece, and 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 take you out. And they did. Argentina is going into this. They also are a team that has played New Zealand on multiple occasions. All right. This is the rugby championships. The last time they played in the rugby championships against Argentina this past year, um, New Zealand made very, very, very short work of them. Um, and they actually won that game. Hold on, let's let's get this. Get the, get the score from this past year. Um... Last one, it was in July, and New Zealand mollywhopped them 41 to 12. All right. So Argentina, I don't think, has ever had a win against New Zealand in their entire history of playing New Zealand. That's, you know, we're talking almost a decade now, a decade and a half now. Um, and it speaks <laughs> it speaks a huge volume to to what to expect from this. Now this Argentina team has been surprising us. Uh, you know, they didn't do well against England at the beginning. Uh, they struggled against Samoa. Um, but, again, Wales was a very high-intense uh, offensive team. They made a lot of mistakes, but I'm not going to take that for mistakes. New Zealand, uh, Argentina showed them what's, what's what. Now, on the other side, New Zealand has kind of been in the same boat as Argentina. I think they had a a big loss against France early on uh, that was messy, but uh, it didn't end well. And then New Zealand just kind of ascended from that point forward, uh, just absolutely going through um, everybody when it came to it. Just, just, I mean, 
they went up um let's pull this up properly where are you New Zealand all right so yeah so New Zealand lost to France you know early on 27 13 and then just kind of ran through everybody else 71 3 Namibia 96 17 Italy 73 0 Uruguay uh and then uh, uh and and we weren't sure the Italy game was was I think a lot of people suspect that New Zealand was waking up and they shouldn't even underestimate them and New Zealand has been considered as down this year then obviously this New Zealand versus Ireland game New Zealand really took out the edges on Ireland they really utilized their speed and honestly were also able to they were really able to cut down the middle on Ireland so Argentina while they have been strong in smacking people in the mouth um, they haven't always been consistent offensively. Actually, correction. They've been less consistent defensively than they have been offensively. Strong in the the backs. They got speedy guys. But when it comes down to what goes on in the middle from their forwards, it's been up hit or miss. It's been a lot of hit or miss. Like Argentina came in, you know, again, smack in the mouth. Uh, and then Japan, uh, I forgot Argentina played Japan. Struggled against them. They beat them. They wore them out in depth at the end. But I don't know if Argentina is going to be able to do that with New Zealand. So for me, I got New Zealand moving on into the finals. Um, all right, let me know what your thoughts are on that. Then you got England versus uh, South Africa. I've made no qualms about this. South Africa is my favorite. I expect them to go repeat again. Um I know Pollard is back, but it doesn't seem like they're quite using him fully. Um, and kicking is going to make a big difference because England has been really proficient with their kicking game. I mean, really, really proficient with their kicking game. Um, in this last game, they were able to do... What was it? Uh... They had 20, uh, England had 39 total kicks, all right? And going into penalties, they scored on, what did we have? What was the score? No, I hate whenever I forget. But anyways, England has been proficient. Owen Farrell back. Of course, they got Michael Ford in the back. So if you're not able to stop their kick, if you're not able to kick, it's going to be really tough to be able to put up against this England team. That being said, South Africa smacks people. And I keep using the word smack, so let me use a different word. South Africa holds you up by your jersey and then repeatedly jabs you in the nose and you just have to take it. Like they are throwing bodies at you. They're not tackling. They're throwing bodies at you. I don't know if England has faced anybody who throws bodies like South Africa has. I don't think England knows what it really means to be punched in the mouth. I think the closest they got was against Samoa. And Samoa did, but they, Samoa was weak offensively. South Africa is not. South Africa is not weak offensively. And I think England is going to end up feeling this one. And I look at South Africa to really end up taking this one. Yo, this is going to be a... Um, 
yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, I, I think South Africa actually, I don't think it's going to be close. I know I predicted non-closed games or at least high-scoring games, but I don't think this one's going to be close. I think New Zealand-Argentina, like, I forgot to put the score for that. I think New Zealand-Argentina is probably going to end up being like a a 35-10 to 10 game. And I think South Africa-England is going to be like 17, 17 to 14 at halftime. And with maybe with South Africa leading, and then it's going to go to 40 to like 25 um, South Africa over England because South Africa smacks people. England is a hard hitter, but South Africa just, they're bullies, man. They're bullies. And you need a bully when it comes to this, yo. You need the bully. <laughs> Oh, and that's what I love to see. Once again, let me know what your guys' thoughts are on this. Let me know where you guys are feeling with this. Do you guys think we get a New Zealand-South Africa finals? I think that's going to actually be one of the best finals that you could get, but I don't think it's going to be the finals that grows rugby. I think if Argentina moves on, Argentina gets a finals that grows rugby, but it makes a terrible finals. It'll be interesting to see. And, of course, for me, I, I'm sticking with my initial original prediction South Africa as the overall winner for the Rugby World Cup. I think they're going to repeat. All right. I look for the repeat. I believe with my heart and my mind, but really my mind and my mouth. So we'll see where we go from that. One. <laughs> All right, y'all. Man, ah, ah, this has been fun. This has been fun. I absolutely love this. Y'all, like I always say, yo, we can make it. We're trying to do this each week. We're going to try and bring in some actual guests. I know I keep promising it, but it's going to happen. It just takes time. You know, we got to build this up. Rugby World Cup might be almost over, but we still got a lot of rugby before this year is over. So in the meantime, in the meantime, I just want to let you guys know. You know. I, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Yo, thank you so much for watching. If you got a chance to watch a little bit, thank you for, you know, downloading and sharing it with your friends. You know, we want to be able to have some fun with this, really bring bring the storytelling all the way up when it comes to our rugby life, man, because that's, that's what this is all about. Definitely still check out some of our other episodes. If you haven't had a shot, you can check them out on uh, either – on the playlist at Rugby Swag Show on YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash Gift Time Rugby, or you can absolutely go to any of the podcast platform, check out a bunch of our interviews, some great people we got. We're scheduling them in now. This should be coming out soon. This should be coming out soon. I'm looking forward to being able to talk with you guys some more. Until that time, yo, I hope that you know that I hope that you are happy. I hope that you are healthy. And most importantly, most importantly, I hope that you know that you are truly, truly highly favored. Until next time, y'all. Cheers. <laughs>